Now joining us on TSN 690's Game Night OT is the uh, lead singer of Arkells. He's also the basketball correspondent for the Kaufman Show. His name is Max Kerman, and he's on cloud nine right now because his Raptors are hanging tight in the playoffs. Hey, Max. Hey, how's it going? I'm well. How are you? I cannot complain about a single thing right now. <laughs> it's funny, eh, how the uh, the Leafs suddenly don't seem to matter in Toronto. No, I mean, look at the thousands of people in, uh, I don't want to call it Maple Leaf Square, let's call it Raptor Square. Yeah, I like uh, the uh, the term they were going with on TV yesterday, which was Jurassic Park. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I thought that, I thought that worked very well. Um, now, you, I mean, you must be just losing your mind right now. Um, I'm, well, I'm going to Game 5 on Oh, Wednesday. boy, oh, um, boy, oh, boy. And I went to some Vince Carter playoff games uh, back in the early 2000s, and it was definitely like the highlight of my sports fandom. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with three uh, really good friends, and, uh, yeah, I just can't wait. And, you know, the buzz around the league is that, you know, the Raptors uh, have real kind of home court advantage because – because people care so much, and the building's loud, and people are invested. You know, when you when you go to place, you can get tickets like easily in Indiana. Apparently, in Brooklyn, the games aren't nearly as energetic. So I think uh, you know it's proving that Toronto is a real basketball city. Yeah, and it's about time that that Toronto got to that point. And, and I'll tell you, I I've, I've watched more Raptors games this season than I ever have. They are fun to watch. They are, and you know, it's funny though because compared to the Western Conference teams. The Raptors probably don't have nearly as much talent, uh, you know, when you if you were to stack them up against uh, offensive powerhouses like Golden State or Oklahoma City or the, the Clippers. But they have so much heart, and they work so hard on defense. They're a team, though. They play as a team. They're not relying on one or two guys. No, I mean, then you know, it, it's uh, it, league wide. The Raptors are at the top of the top of the ranks for uh, for team defense, and you know, it really shows if you're watching the games closely. The way they rotate on defense, and the way they close out on three-point shooters, and the way they clog the lane is—you is, know—that ha- that has less to do with skill, and it has more to do with heart. And uh, you know, you see guys like Amir Johnson and Kyle Lowry just working so hard, uh, you know, to make the most of their skill. It, it's really, really inspiring. Not to be, uh, not to like throw uh, cold water onto Maple Leaf Square, like far, <laughs> Jurassic far, Park, far, Dave. Far Jurassic Park. <laughs> no, I, and uh, um, there's still like the question of like it's just two two the series, right? And so the yeah. series could easily go the other way. And uh, as always, rem- I, I've, I've, I'll, I'll lay it out there. It's like I'm a big Paul Pierce fan because I was a big Celtics fan, and I love Paul Pierce. I love what he did uh, to your team in Game Two. Uh, you know, and because like someone was saying, it's a great thing. It's like Paul Pierce like plays like somebody's uncle who came to your barbecue. You know, he's got the knee braces on, but somehow, some way, he still gets his buckets. And still, I have this idea that Paul Pierce, you know, is still like he always gets these quality, like emotional lifting uh, uh, buckets and he's got to know his time is done. You know, and this is like his last time really like to go for it. Are you worried at all about the truth coming and uh, actually, you know, making it a bit cold there in Raptorville? You, you know, it's funny. I don't want to speak for, for Raptor Nation here, but I think. At this point, even if the Raptors lost, and this is maybe a, a very Canadian thing to think or to say, but even if the Raptors lost at this point, I think uh, everybody would be really proud of the team. Because the reality is Brooklyn has a payroll that is significantly higher than the Raptors. They have way more premier players. 
They have, uh, you know, they're in a major market. And I think the, the fact the Raptors, even though they finished with a, with a better season, uh, regular season record, the fact that they're hanging tight, it really, I think, says a lot about the group. And uh, it's funny, when you watch the games, everybody's getting emotional. It's like, you know, Jack Armstrong, Matt Devlin, who are doing the telecast. Like, every time the Raptors do anything, everybody's just giddy. And so I, I think we have a real shot at winning. But I think if we don't win, I think this whole season has been a really pleasant surprise. Um, so if Paul Pierce comes through in the way that, you know, he's paid to do, which is, you know. That's what he said. Uh, that's, what, yeah. that's why they brought me this here. What that's I, what I do. That's what I do. Nobody will be surprised, and that's okay. But I think, um, I think the Raptors have a real shot, too. So I think, like, at this, the fact that the series is going to go at least six games, I think, is, is a win in itself just for, you know, basketball fans in Toronto. And, and, and the players, you know, I think these guys – I've uh, worked really hard all season. I think, uh, you know, especially Kyle Lowry, who, who's, you know, I think totally squashed his reputation as being a difficult guy to be around and a difficult guy to coach. He, he's shown so much leadership and grit. It's, it's, it's really cool. It would be the Heat next round, right, Max? Yeah, <laughs> that is the case. See, I think that would be. I, I get what you're saying, and it's, it's great that they have fans who feel that way. But I think it's really important to to win that extra round because otherwise. And I'll tell you, I get this from uh, from years of watching the Habs eke into the playoffs and then bail out in the first round. There's going to be a school of thought in Toronto at that point. Oh, well, they lost in the first round. Maybe the team should have tanked and gone for Wiggins. Yeah, you know, there's something to be said for that. But, I mean, I think with sports and when you're, and when you're like, looking at a franchise, it's all very contextual. And I think, you know, we could have tanked for Wiggins, but, you know, our fortunes changed when we traded Rudy Gay. And, you know, the other players really start to play as a team. And I think, you know, it, I mean, who knows? Time will tell. And we might be able to look back in five years and go, oh, we should have just tanked for Wiggins and the next four years were a disaster and, you know, this is the wrong move. But in the moment, you, you know, put me on the record for this, it feels right. You know, it's like the Raptors, you know, haven't made the playoffs in, since 2006. And, you know, the city really does love basketball. And, I think everybody is just really excited that there we have an opportunity to feel again. You know, I was I was texting Ewan from the Sheepdogs because he's a big basketball fan <laughs> after the last Raptors game, and that's what I said. I, said, I just I feel so good to feel again. <laughs> so, you know, and that's the way my friends feel. And um, you know, I, I don't think we we trade this now at, at this point, knowing know how much we care about the team. Good, uh, you know, and honestly, I just I hope it keeps going. And I'll tell you, Max, it's not just Toronto. Uh, Montreal is finally on the bandwagon. The game will be broadcast live on TSN six ninety tomorrow night. Oh, amazing! That's great. Hey, here's the thing, though: if the Raptors, you know, had made the playoffs for the last four seasons and were, were constantly like the sixth or seventh or eighth seed and constantly getting knocked out, then I'd probably say something different. But the fact of the matter is, that's not the case. Right? And we haven't we yeah. haven't played in a long time. So, you know. I think in this moment, this this all feels right. Max, uh, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, can you tell us for a couple of minutes that we have left with you uh, about the new song and uh, hopefully when there's going to be a new album to accompany it? Yeah, so, so the record's going to come out in August, and um, the, 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 the proper single that you know hopefully will be on the radio and things is going to be premiered in a couple weeks. That's sort of like a, an album teaser track. Um, you know, there's a lot of kind of cool ways you can... Uh, release material these days and I think we definitely want it just to kind of get the ball rolling um, yeah so we'll be 
playing, uh, I think the closest thing to Montreal, we have a couple uh, dates in the Ottawa area. Uh, we're, we're playing a Dragon Boat Festival, the Tim Hortons Dragon Boat Festival in, in Ottawa in June. Uh, but we'll surely be back there in the fall. And, um, yeah, things will get busy again. We have a little bit of downtime right now, so all my attention is on the Raptors. Uh, we canceled all band practices until they are out of the plan. <laughs> well, it was fun to see you uh, during the uh, Crazy Expos weekend, and uh, that show was a blast. Oh, it was a thrill. It was, it, I was I was in uh, in heaven. I was just surrounded by uh, you, and you become a, a close friend, and a bunch of sports, other sports writers uh, who I read regularly. So it was... Uh, it was a real treat to be, to be in such company. And we turned Jonah Carey into an Arkells fan. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Max Kerman, thanks so much for your time, buddy. We'll, uh, we'll speak soon. Go Raptors. Yeah, good talking, guys. Have a good night. Bye. There he goes. That's Max Kerman. This is Game Night OT, and we'll be right back.